Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Friday, September 28, 2018. I'm Tom Merritt. The U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission filed a lawsuit Thursday against Tesla CEO Elon Musk alleging securities fraud due to Musk's tweets about taking the company private and saying funding for such a move was secured. CNBC reports the SEC and Musk had agreed to a settlement where Musk and Tesla would pay fines. Musk would step down as chairman of Tesla for two years and two new independent directors would be appointed to Tesla's board. In exchange, Musk would not have had to admit guilt. However, Musk refused to sign the deal because supposedly he didn't feel it would be truthful to himself. He has called the allegations unjustified, and the Tesla board issued a statement expressing full confidence in Musk. Facebook says it discovered an attack earlier this week that affected up to 50 million users. Attackers were able to exploit the View As feature to copy access tokens. Facebook says it has patched the vulnerability and logged out more than 90 million accounts to prevent any tokens from being used. Because only the tokens were accessed, Facebook says users do not need to change passwords. Law enforcement is investigating. Intel announced Friday it will prioritize production of Xeon and Core processors and says it has enough supplies to meet its full-year revenue targets. Intel has been catering more to data centers but expects growth in the PC market this year for the first time since 2011. Intel also said yields are improving for 10 nanometer chips and it still expects volume production of those chips in 2019. Google began rolling out Wear OS 2.1 to watch this Friday. The new interface focuses on fitness and notifications, also improves responsiveness and battery life. The reprieve for classic Skype is about to end. Microsoft says it will stop supporting Skype 7.0 on the desktop November 1st and on mobile November 15th. It will still be usable, quote, for a little while after that, according to an editor's note on the blog. Didi Shuxing has launched its ride-hailing service in Osaka, Japan, including the Kansai International Airport. It lets users call rides from 10 local taxi companies. Didi Shuxing, in partnership with SoftBank, will launch the service in Kyoto, Fukuoka, Tokyo, and other cities in the near future. It will compete with Japan Taxi and Line as well. The Wall Street Journal sources say Slack intends to go public with an IPO of stock planned for the first half of 2019, valuing the company at around $7 billion. If all goes well, it could happen as early as the first quarter. The company has reportedly not yet hired underwriters for the IPO, but are looking for some. Security researchers at Duo discovered a vulnerability in the Apple interface used to enroll Apple devices in a mobile device management system, or MDM. The researchers spoofed serial numbers of enrolled devices to connect malicious devices and gain trusted access. Apple's device enrollment protocol supports authentication, but does not require it. The researchers warned that serial numbers alone should not be relied upon to let devices join corporate networks. Six security experts issued a joint report on vulnerabilities in election equipment discovered during DEFCON. One would let someone remotely access a vote counting system from ESNS M650 that is used in 23 U.S. states. The report identified four areas of concern, including a lack of supply chain security for the voting machines. The researchers also note that some vulnerabilities have been reported as long as 10 years ago, but still have not been patched. 
ESET researchers uncovered what is probably the first Eufy root kit in the wild. It was found as part of a toolkit for patching a victim's firmware to install malware. The researchers recorded an actual case of a malicious Eufy module written to a system's SPI flash module, leading to execution of malicious code during boot. The only way to remove the malware would be to flash the firmware. It has been used by a group called variously Fancy Bear, Sednit, APT28, Strontium, or Sophacy. Spiegel Online and Quartz both report Spotify has begun emailing some users of its premium for family plans in Germany and the United States asking for GPS location data to confirm that the members of the plan all live at the same address. The email contains a link to a page that states Spotify will only use the GPS data to verify location. Spotify told Quartz it is testing improvements to the user experience of premium for family. Spotify's average revenue per user fell 12% in Q2. Nielsen data suggests smart speaker adoption grew in the U.S. from 22% to 24% in Q2. Four of 10 smart speaker owners have more than one. 63% have a speaker in the living room, 35% in the bedroom, and 28% in the kitchen. Finally, Apple won an appeal against a decision that it infringed patents held by the University of Wisconsin-Madison in iPhone processors. The U.S. Federal Circuit Court of Appeals in Washington, D.C. ruled that no reasonable juror could have determined Apple infringed on the patent. For more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to DailyTechNewsShow.com. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.